Hey, welcome back, everybody. Our special guest today, and we couldn't be more thrilled, Gregory Jabara. He plays the NYPD Blue or NYPD uh, Deputy Commissioner Garrett Moore on Blue Bloods. And he is from Michigan, somebody we can all be very proud of and uh, kind of celebrate his success because uh, that's such a great show. And he agreed to be with us on the show today. Gregory, welcome to the Great Michigan Weekend. Hey, Jim. Hi, Cam. Hi, you how are okay? you? Yep, we're doing I'm great. How, uh, how was your St. Patty's Day? You know, it actually ended up being because, you know, we're, our, we're not big partiers anymore with all the weight loss we've had lately. So going out and pub crawling is sort of off the list. But we found ourselves at my brother-in-law's bar, the Foxfire Room in North Hollywood last night on our way to another dinner party. And so we did get we a little Tullamore Dew. We had some corned beef and cabbage and potatoes and had about a 30-minute a fix of real, you know, Irish joy in a phenomenal packed neighborhood bar up in North Hollywood before going on to having a, a, a dinner with friends a little further uptown. It was it was great, actually, and unexpected. It was really nice. <laughs> How about you guys? Uh, it was pretty quiet for us. Uh, uh, we're at a position. My, my wife is Irish, so she was happy just having soda bread and uh, coffee. And, of course, <laughs> uh, being Catholic, she gave up wine for lent so it was pretty sober at our place but she uh, did that last oh, yeah. year dang it <laughs> yeah yeah every year she yeah, does that you know, what's yeah. with saint patrick's day being during lent for all of us catholics it's like wait <laughs> yeah well <laughs> here in michigan they were talking about uh, they were making a special dispensation you could eat meat yesterday because of the corned beef but uh oh, right, really, right. we're just oh yeah we're just so proud of you we're so happy uh for your success we love your character Garrett Moore on uh, Blue Bloods, of course. And, you know, the fact that you are a Westland kid, actually going back to Nankin Township, which is uh, how it all started. Tell us what okay. a little bit about uh, your wonderful journey growing up there and, and then going on to Michigan and then Juilliard and then breaking into showbiz. Well, I think, I think I like several of my uh, classmates from, Wayne Memorial High School, and of course, I know that you're a John Glenn uh, Rocket uh, alumnus, um, but I, I think we were at a time when the public said, yeah, let's spend money on education, on fine arts, on on everything for our kids. And so to be a student going K through 12 in the Wayne Westland School District from, I guess I was born in 61, so from 65 six on there was literally everything available to us from uh, grade school gifted programs in the summer to all city band all city choir um statewide you know uh, performing arts competitions it, it was there was I, I grew up at a time where i could explore everything and not that academics were at you know failing in any way because I have two of my siblings who were valedictorians at Wayne. Um, I wisely stayed away from even attempting that journey, but but because the performing arts were so supported and so and the caliber of work that happened from junior high through high school, that it really helped me realize that that was a, a calling that I had. And um, 
you know, the University of Michigan, even though I was a part of the the initial musical theater program there. The it was Dean Boylan who was the dean of the School of Music when I was at Michigan, and he wanted to create a musical theater program, and he got Connie Barron and Beverly Rinaldi, who were voice teachers and PhD voice students there, and they rounded up a bunch of kids that included Linda Goodrich, who was a classmate of mine um, at Wayne, and she's now a dean of dance in the School of Music at the University of Michigan. But there were about eight of us where they created a pilot program and now for, for the musical theater t- training program there. And now it's like one of the premier uh, programs in the country. Uh, but at the time, once it got going and I got accepted into this program that I helped develop um, while I was at Michigan, they're all going, you know, you really would benefit from a, being in a slightly bigger pond and being challenged a little more. And I, and we also didn't know whether the musical theater program was going to become what it is today. And I auditioned for other schools and got into Juilliard because of Michigan alumnus who um, helped me learn about what other programs were out there, conservatories. Sharon Jensen was a very close friend of Connie Barron who piloted the musical theater program. Sharon Jensen was the president of the League of Professional Theater Training Schools that included Yale and NYU and uh, North Carolina School for the Arts and SMU. And um, she's the one who spent time with me on the phone, said, here are some other options. I went, oh, if I'm going to leave Michigan and not stay at University of and not go to Wayne State, was a, which was another consideration, um, I really want to go to New York City. And Juilliard was there, and I auditioned on the only day that I was not working at Mountain Jacks in Ann Arbor as a line cook <laughs> or – or performing, there was a, I did a non-union tour about the history of America called Thing America that played all over the Great Lakes. And literally the only weekend I was free, Juilliard was auditioning in San Francisco. So I wow. got myself out there and, you know, gratefully um, got in. Although that was also not immediate, but I actually got waitlisted. And then Joe Erla, who also was a Michigan alumnus who had auditioned at Yale and Juilliard, he turned down his spot at Juilliard and went to Yale because Yale had dorms and Juilliard didn't. And <laughs> so I was waitlisted and then got in. And only after the fact, I found out that it was a friend of mine who um, turned down the spot and, and opened the door for me. And then, you know, it was, if you survive that program, you're pretty much spoon fed to the industry. And it, it was, it, it was beautiful, and I'm gratefully, you know, still to this day, you know, one of a very small percentage of of, of dues-paying union actors who actually get to make a living as an actor. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's been – I feel pretty lucky, to be honest. Yeah, you and you have had such a long, successful career. And what uh, some of your fans might not know is that you spent a lot of time on Broadway. You know, <laughs> it's funny that it, it's – uh, the, uh, most of the Blue Blood fans have no idea that I even, like, they think right. maybe I was born at the age of 55 and appeared <laughs> yeah. on the earth and then started doing TV. You know, that every time they, they find, you know, they, they learn that I've had 15 years of uh, Broadway experience before mm-hmm. ever doing uh, Blue Bloods, they're amazed. It's like, yeah, yeah, actually, you know, they're, 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 it's, a, it's a long road of, you know, 
yeah it took a long time to become and, what you are yeah and, uh, but but yeah the theater theater was still still my my greatest love and i, and I was going to really ask what, you know what's better you know television film or theater and you just answered my well, question I, well I, I think yeah more 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 gratifying is the stage because right you know we're all ultimately storytellers and right when you're doing a live theater performance you are being reminded every moment whether you're being successful or not in your job your job of storytelling and taking the audience on a journey it's palpable it's it's immediate you 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 know in the moment whether you're good at what you're doing and when you're working in front of a camera you can do great work but i i can remember it was for maybe crocodile dundee 2 which was one of the <laughs> first big movies i'd ever had a small part on I really made a point of I had to get to the theater to hear an audience watch the show the film right. because I needed to know whether I was whether I was any good you know what I mean whether I'd done my job well and right and, were they and laughing at I, the same things I thought were funny did they exactly and and yeah. did I do yeah did I do my job well and I realized that's the that what I do love about theater is you are you're, you're integral in the success of the that mm -hmm. that journey and in film you, you, and tv you kind of do your work and then you're in the hands of editors and you know um you know corporate people in the network that make decisions about the work you've done that you have no control over so it's uh what is fun is to then watch the end product of anything that's filmed or or shot on tv because you, you really don't know what's gonna end up you know, in the final edit, and that's always a revelation or a disappointment sometimes too. Right. Well, we uh, asked people listening to us to come up with some questions for you, and uh, I would catch heck if I didn't uh, <laughs> pass these on to you. A lot of questions from listeners, uh, and hopefully you can answer these, or 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 maybe they would be spoilers uh, regarding blue bloods. Will Eddie and Jamie have a baby? <laughs> will will Danny and Aaron or even Frank find true love? And uh, will Gramps take out a reverse mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that home, they can get some big, big money. Oh, man, that's a good one, too. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I'm in the dark. Like, I don't even know what, like, we start filming. We Did they start filming already? Yeah, they've already started filming right. the second to last episode. And I, I don't even know, I don't even see a script until the day before, two days before they start filming. Really? No way. And, they, and they all know, don't tell Greg anything you don't want on the front page of anything. <laughs> because I'm, and my wife will attest to this, I'm incapable of, keeping my mouth shut about secrets. So um, I really actually am not uh, uh, like, and I deliberately don't read any of the other storylines that don't involve my character. So that when I watch the show, it's like, oh, I get to be an audience too, you know, and, mm -hmm. and go on the same ride that everybody else does. I, oh, that's cool. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what the plans are okay. for, um, for Eddie and, and, uh, and Jamie having a kid. And, you know, <laughs> it's the romance thing. They've got to keep that open yeah. because once once that's resolved, then what what do we got to play, right? And yeah. and I do hope, although we don't know yet, you know, we we finished season thirteen on by 
the first week of April, and we still don't know officially if we're coming back for a season 14. Well, you know what the fans can want. Can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, we just oh, wanted to stay. And I can on. tell you what I want too. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to stay yeah, on forever. Well, go. I can't tell you how how uh, thrilled we are to have had you on the program here this morning, Gregory Jabara. We're just big fans. We wish you all the success in the world. We encourage people to check out your website, uh, gregoryjabara.com. If you want to see how uh, versatile Greg is, uh, you're going to be knocked out because uh, you're just an incredible all-around good guy, and we're so proud of you and so happy that uh, Detroit has kind of a Blue Bloods connection because we're we're really true blue fans so thank you for being on with well, us thanks. thanks for getting me up this morning it's a miracle <laughs> yeah i want to mention this seen... was very very gracious of you because it's uh, five in the morning out on the west so thank you greg appreciate it thank you thank Jim. you, thank you Jim. it was great to speak with you okay you too. all right we're gonna take a break here we went a little long but we had to do it for uh, greg oh yeah Chabot. what a great guy and i i you know we probably should have scheduled a two-hour interview because I know I could have I asked know. him. I have a, about 13 more questions left. But, Me too. Uh, I wanted not, to know if he and Tom Selleck really get along. That's a good question. Shoot. I'm sure they do. <laughs> get I'm him sure back on the phone. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break and come back and wrap things up and do trivia. Uh, in fact, we're going to uh, end this segment with a trivia question so you can win the uh, tickets to see Darius Rucker. And it, it ties into our buddy, uh, Gregory Jabara. All right, a uh, little trivia question for you uh, about Gregory Jabara. He was actually once a guest on uh, the TV show Friends. He had a small role on Friends. He was Joey's partner on a TV game show in one of the episodes of Friends. What was the TV game show they were on, and who was the host? If you wow. think you know, give us a call right now, 1-800-859-0957, and you win tickets for Darius Rucker at the Michigan Lottery Amphitheater August 10th. Good luck, and we'll be right back.